I'm not, I'm not going to say anything yet. I'm not going to say anything in it. So we can jump to it, but uh, um, I, I still need to, there's a lot that I still need to um, think about. Okay. No, yeah. maybe we can just sort of touch on it at the end, give a first impression, you know, maybe semi-predictive. Because, like, what does it mean is, is a lot of... Yeah, yeah. Remember, we have, we have 45 minutes. Uh, if, if, no, if, but that's why I mean teasing, like, because here's the thing. We, potentially, this sets up doing a third episode with my buddy. Mm-hmm. If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you do read it, you're misinformed. What is the long-term effect of too much information? Information, information. I just need some information. I've been dying, I've been dying. Is it lack of education? I've been reading, I've been reading without any transformation. I'm addicted, I'm addicted. Is it overstimulation? Welcome to the Success Report. Hear ye, hear ye. Come one, come all. You are listening to the Sixth Sense Report with Joel Nikoloff and Darnell Samuels. Bro, I think this will be like the greatest contrast in temperatures when we're ever recording. What? You are like, you know, minus 20 and I'm like plus 20. No. <laughs> Sitting here in my, my shorts and a t-shirt with a, with a warm coffee, you know, super comfortable. <laughs> and, and you're, you know, d- venturing to the, the winter tundra known as uh, Parliament Hill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, well. I mean, well, I'm I'm back. I'm back from um, Parliament Hill, and yeah, uh, yeah. No, um, it, it was a good trip. And and for the listeners, you know, I, I know, I know people uh, who've been following me on on my social medias on Instagram and Twitter, and just people that know me in general were uh, definitely asking about what was it like, and how how was the trip to Ottawa? So. So yeah, we're, we're gonna, we, we're we gonna give the people it. what they want, right? Gotta give the people what they want, yeah. Kind of like, <laughs> like Jalen Jacoby. <laughs> Jalen Jacoby. That's what's up. Yeah, 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 man. Okay, so uh let's just jump right into it. I went to I went to Ottawa on um last weekend. I was in Ottawa last weekend and yeah, well, it was just for Maybe maybe for the listener, this is uh, Tuesday the fifteenth. Just <laughs> since it's everything's moving so quickly, I want to yeah sure, yeah and also stamp our conversation. Just yeah to- yeah, and and I, and I think also like in light of all the stuff that's um, unfolding for the listeners, like there was just so many points. Like we're aware of all the stuff that's going on um, in regards to um, the the freezing. Uh, Ontario court freezing the access to donations for truckers, uh, the War Measures Act or the Emergencies Act, um, the Ontario State of Emergency. So, so we are aware of um, of those events. It's just just for the sake of time, um, we will follow up and, and unpack those ideas in, in in upcoming episodes. Yeah, we we uh, I would say other than reporting on your current experiences, we don't necessarily care to be first. We want to be accurate, and since those things are, let's call them dynamic, uh, at this point, uh, might be too early. Other than maybe giving a couple predictive statements at the end or our hot takes, um, we'll probably leave some commentary on those things for for a future conversation. Maybe bring on some other, uh, you know, commentators or or other opinions to help uh, give some diversity slash different perspectives to the insight. Insight, insight as well. Yes. Yes. 
insight as well. Um, yeah, because I, it's funny. I've, I've already started tweeting. I've already kind of started making some 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 public statements about what I'm seeing. Um, in light of uh, Trudeau's uh, freezing accounts and stuff like that, the court freezing accounts and war measures and things like that. So, um, but yeah, we have yeah. There's a lot to unpack there. So we'll we'll take our time with that um, with the next episodes. But for now, um, we can answer some of the questions in regards and talk about what's going on on the ground um, and and what's actually going on there um, in Ottawa at Parliament Hill. So. What what uh, what was your most memorable experience, or or maybe the the most difficult or the most random thing that you uh, encountered? Oh, random? Well, just you know how like when you when you go on a trip or you go to a visit, it's it's the weird, random, unexpected uh, piece that usually sticks with you. So I tried to be um, as random, broad with uh, that random, question. Uh, random. Uh, <laughs> um oh i i watched the notebook with my wife um <laughs> I, i've been reluctant to watch it i'm not i didn't really want to watch it but in the hotel room um we had our we had the laptop we took out the um we took the plug out to connect the um i forgot the um hdmi HDMI, we t- yeah, we, t- we took the HDMI out the side of the TV and plugged into the laptop, logged into our Netflix, and you know I've been putting off the notebook for a very long time, and uh, <laughs> and you had no more excuses, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no more, no more excuses, you know, Valentine's Day is around the corner, and and so so you know the you know you know we were like okay let's 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 enjoy the night and cool. in the hotel room and and the view. Um, in the view of um, yeah, check, Parliament check Hill's Twitter for, oh yeah, for, yeah, for yeah, Instagram, I think too. Yeah, yeah, we had a uh, yeah, yeah, I had a uh, eighteen. We we're on the eighteenth floor, um, overlooking Parliament Hill. Uh, so that was that. That was beautiful. That was beautiful to see. Um, to see everything just from a top down, at night and in the day, you're just overseeing everything. It was really beautiful. Um, so yeah, yeah, that that I, I didn't expect to um watch the Notebook. And um, and actually enjoy it. That 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 was random. <laughs> actually enjoyed. It. I was like, oh, yo, I, I like this movie. This movie, this movie's powerful. I like this. I like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, conceptually, it's 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 not bad. Like the the concept they <laughs> they built it around. I, I never yeah, seen yeah, it yeah. actually. I know. I sort of know about it. I know. What yeah, it yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, watch it. Watch it. Watch yeah, it. And let me let me know. I mean, yo, so shout shout yeah. out to Afterwatch, uh, Lavar and Phil, and those guys who do their uh, movie reviews. Uh, did, did they convince you to watch it? No, 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 no. It, it was just it was just Tyra. Tyra was like, yeah, you know, we we should really watch it together. So, yeah. But my, um, my wife loves all those movies. So generally, yeah, watch it. Watch it. Do her favor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although <laughs> Valentine's Day's past, watch it. Do her favor. Yeah, bless your wife and watch it. Yeah, my my um, wife's. Uh, well, sl- slightly Valentine's Day gift is tomorrow. Okay, we're, uh, we're we're taking a trip to uh, Universal Studios. Oh, nice, do, nice. Uh, so we uh, we spent all our money on on that instead of a uh, uh, you know Valentine's Day dinner. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but like when you're in Florida, you know who knows? I may never be allowed up out of Canada again. I got to take advantage of it. Yeah, who knows? Who knows, man? But um, as far as far as the trip goes, uh. I, I would say the, the one thing that um that kind of caught me off guard um was being around 
so many people with no masks. That was weird. Um, so in the hotel, um, oh, it sounds like know, Florida. Oh, okay, I guess so. Um, but um, there, there was like there was like one cafe um, that I was in, and um, they were like, oh, nobody. Um, they they didn't they didn't they were there's no mask requirement in this one store, um, this one cafe. And so there was a lot of people in there, like a lot of people just, you know, some people going to the bathroom, some people trying to um, get food. And it was like an out-of-body experience because that was the old normal. But the old normal doesn't feel normal. Mm. It didn't feel, I was just like, whoa, 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 this is weird. Why is everybody, you know, every, I, I felt like, okay. How do I can't social distance because there's too many people in here. <laughs> I, I, nobody's wearing masks. <laughs> and I was just like, this is weird. But I'm like, this shouldn't be weird because this is how things used to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the, the, the weird thing was that different shops um, related to the convoy differently, mm. which was very fascinating. So for example, um, Joey's. I, lo- I love eating at Joey's. Um, so Tyra and I went there when, when we, when we got there on Friday night, um, to get something and they close at, I think 12 usually, but they were closing at 8.45, right? And we're like, okay, so why, why are you guys closing? Oh, because of the convoy. And I was like, you know, you know, the waitress, the waitress isn't, isn't there to give political commentary. She just said, Hey, look, we're closing at 8.45. And it was actually yeah, it was eight, they were supposed to close at nine, but they're closing at 8.45. So even that 15 minute window, me and Tyra missed. But they were basically closing early. And, and so we were kind of like, oh, okay, so they're closing early. Interesting. And then we went to um, another uh, shop, uh, Shoppers Drug Mart, um, because I, I like to sleep with um, those, um, those eye masks when you sleep. And you forgot yours. Yeah, I, for, I forgot mine. I forgot mine at home. And Tyra said, look, hey, make sure you pack that because I know you can forget it. <laughs> and then I forgot that. I forgot that. And I also forgot my do-rag to, to, to tie my hair down before I go to bed. Uh, I know, I know, I know Shoppers Drug Mart ain't got do-rags, but I was looking for the, I was looking for the thing to put over my eyes. Oh, yeah. And so, and so, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. There's no problem. Just go Shoppers Drug Mart. So Shoppers Drug Mart wasn't opening or wasn't doing any service unless you were getting medication. So if you want to go in there and get like a nail file or buy a drink, um, they weren't opening it up because of the protest. So um, they so were that, protesting the protest. Uh, but yo, but hold on, but see, but this is the thing, right? And so I'm, I'm, and I'm telling this for the listeners because you're kind of thinking like, okay, so what's happening to the businesses out there? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Because we, we've been hearing things, right? But then um, I go to another shop and I just told you about the one where there was no masks, masks required. Yeah, yeah. And the place was <laughs> the place was packed. Um, there was another place. Um, I we I asked the manager. I was like, "So what's uh, this this pub?" I was like, "So what's your um, what's it like with the protest?" And they're like, "It's actually hurt our business because our regulars aren't coming down to the court, right?" Mm-hmm. Um, and so and because of the vaccine passport, people can't sit down. It's only takeout. Mm-hmm. So so they're kind of losing. Um, they're losing out for those business. people. Yeah, yeah, they they were losing some business. So the so the the point I was making it point I'm making is that you know some businesses were doing well when they opened up to um to the protesters, and some just outright shut their business down 
not to help or not to open up their business to protesters. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, I went to one establishment, not going to say no names, not going to put nobody, nobody out on blast. Don't throw them under the bus. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. The- but um, one, and I think that person might have been a manager there. And I, I overheard him talking. And, and he said, man, man, I hate, you know, he's like, oh, man, these protesters, bunch of white trash. Call them like a bunch of white trash. And I was like, I was like, oh, white, a white guy saying that about other white people. Not, and, I, and I thought to myself, I was like, man. And I was like, that's how white people probably feel about when black people make slights about each other. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, so that's what it feels like to be a white person. Hearing, listening to listening to black people, <laughs> listening to black people like, boy, I hate them niggas, man. Ooh, I hate them niggas, <laughs> right? So I was like, oh, this this feels uncomfortable. Actually, this feels uncomfortable to hear white people call each other white trash. It, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't feel comfortable. I was like, oh, this is, oh, you guys shouldn't do that. Mm. It's not nice. But anyways, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, it's 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 interesting you say that because like, you know, when you have those experiences that like are slightly foreign, but you can find the analogy. It's very insightful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there, was, there was a situation I had recently. Um, it was sort of a similar thing. And I had a conversation with someone. I was like, okay, what's your take? Right? Um, and just, I, I only can perceive it from, you know, my, let's call it, wor- experience worldview lens. Mm-hmm. And and their worldview lens is going to be shifted based on their life experiences, their culture, their whatever, right? So I was like, okay, what's your take on this? And and so my point is that like when you have those honest conversations, even even you retelling what you just said to me, right? I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, yeah, yeah, no, I, I get it. Like, and now I'm thinking about my, you know, the, what you've just said. Oh, this is what it's like for white people. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah thinking about it for myself right my point (laughs) though is like you articulating it is important right like people want to talk about all this race stuff right that conversation that you just had with me is probably one of the most informative sort of let's call it racial perspective experience type of conversations we can have but my question and sort of where i wanted to pull that or tease this out a little bit was like how much has the political correctness stopped those conversations from happening Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. No, no, no. You're you're totally right. And part of it, you know, it comes back to, you know, the political rhetoric and people trying to navigate what's going on, especially like dealing with race. And that was one of the main issues that people were concerned with me with going down to Ottawa for in regards to dealing with racists. Right? They're like, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, <laughs> so it's funny. I t- tell her my mom, <laughs> tell her my mom I was going to Ottawa. And she was like, oh, are you going to Ottawa for? Like, you know, like, you know, like I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to go to a funeral. You a troublemaker? No, my mom, my mom was like, yo, I'm not like, you know, trying to go to a funeral. I'm not trying to have my son lynched. <laughs> You know that kind of thing. Um, Did she say that, or you got that perspective? No, 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 no. She, no, no, no. She was saying that. She was saying that. Um, And and yeah, and you know, and and I had friends too. I had friends too, like or my cousins too. And I, I'd be like, hey guys, I'm gonna head down there. You know, pray for journey mercies and that time I would have a good time. And people like, yo, D, (laughs) yo, keep your head on a swivel, bro. Be careful when you go out there. And so it, it was very powerful because that's what everybody's concern was that, okay, 
you know, and, and I didn't realize it. I didn't realize like there was a lot of people who were kind of like, oh shoot, you know, you're going, you're going into the belly of the beast. Um, but, but I, I can honestly say, um, I observed, I told you, I told you bring your press pass and you're good, bro. <laughs> yeah. I got to make up one. Um, yeah. And, and, and yeah, and part of it too was, you know, I, the reason why I went down to Ottawa, um, was for six cents report, um, work and trying, cause we were supposed to, um, do, uh, and I was supposed to do an interview, um, with somebody who was, um, who, who works with, um, the trucker convoy. Uh, who's part of their uh, media team and their press stuff. So supposed to go down there for business, you know, mixed it with a little bit of pleasure um, with me and Tyra, but, nope. but anyways, um, but, but yeah, but as it related to, to, to the racism and stuff, um, there was no violence, no harassment. Um, everyone was out there having a good time, smiling, joking. Yeah. And everybody was being respectful. And it, what was funny was, you know, you know, what was weird or unique <laughs> was that, um, you know, people were, I was getting a lot of attention. <laughs> everybody, everybody was coming up to me, like, high-fiving pictures. <laughs> Just with you. <laughs> it's not because I was famous, but <laughs> because I was black. <laughs> so me and my other, uh, my, my cousin and, um, and a friend of mine, they actually, I actually saw people down there that I knew. Um, it's just by coincidence. We're like, oh, and they're black as well. So when we're out there, um, you know, it's funny, you know, white people are coming up and asking, can they take pictures? <laughs> take <laughs> pictures with me. This one guy yells out and he's like, hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> Don't you know we're a bunch of racists? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and it's funny because I was going to say, I think some people could easily be take it as um what's the way to word it like oh is there tokenism going on are they exploiting it and and i think it's more like i think you know based on the way you just said it right it's it's jovial it's sort of like you know they want to take a picture with you to mock the ridiculousness of the rhetoric not sort of the tokenist sort of perspective yeah, like like and and, and 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 like everybody was very um um collegial i think that's the right word yeah collegial so for example um you know i'm trying to get through the crowd a lot of it was very a lot of people and trying to get <laughs> through the crowd and um you know tyra was slipping on the ice beneath and this this white lady you know grabbed her and hooked her arm she's like all right you're gonna come with me and and kind of led tyra through she was kind of no harnessing tyra up and, and leading her through the crowd um and, you know we kind of had a, we had a laugh about it you know with her and 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 the other people there um but yeah no no everybody there was like it was conversation it wasn't like oh hey let's take a picture but i was like oh no we were talking like oh what are you doing over here i'm like oh i'm here for this reason and the person's there for that reason and yeah hopefully and you I'm got fully some new subscribers <laughs> <laughs> but, yo uh yo honestly yo, it, it was too cold to pull a card out of my out of my wallet bro it, 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 no it was doubt, too no cold doubt. joel um it, i think it was a minus 22 out there um it was like minus 13 but it felt like minus 22 with the wind chill um yeah yeah man it 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 it, it, it was incredible um and it re really made me think like oh shoot like yo these guys so these guys are just sitting out here like they just out here cheering and and Slash living around. in their truck yo living in their truck people out here praying marching around parliament with 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 their with their ram's horn and walls of Jericho come tumbling down like it, it it you know and it made me 
feel like, and I made a joke about this <laughs> the last episode, because you said, oh, yo, Darno, are you going to stand out on the bridge for the trucker convoy? And I was like, hell no. I, I, <laughs> like, yo, black people, <laughs> black people ain't going out on no damn bridge, minus 22 <laughs> weather. And then I was out there, and I was like, yeah, this is why. <laughs> this is why, you know, people, I don't know, man, it's, it's funny. It's just funny how how cold it is, but it definitely makes you have respect. It definitely raises it definitely raised my level of respect for the truckers, for sure. In regards to their sacrifice and how they mm-hmm. they do this all day, mm-hmm. right? I, I I lost feeling in my toes. I lost feeling in my fingers. Thank God, um, the friends that I was there Hot with. Pause. Yo, bruh, bruh. Yo, thank God for the for <laughs> for my friends that were out there, and they gave me it. I didn't even know what it was because uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe because I'm from Ontario, and like I don't know, or Dude, I'm old school. I, I, I played hockey with a guy who would put him in his skates before we went on the ice. Yeah, well, okay, well, I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know what that was. He just gave me this package, and I'm, he's just like, yeah, just, just, just hold it, you know. And you're like, you know, what are you talking him. about? What's this? And then you put them like, in your hand. You're like, oh, oh, oh my, yo, bro. Because you know, like I had to take up my phone to take pictures or use video. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and, yeah. and things like that. But then I started to lose like feeling in my, in my <laughs> fingers. And so like, when you see the postings that I did on Instagram, you know, I, you know, like I'm telling you, man, it, <laughs> it, it was freezing. And so, and so it, it, it was a good experience. It was a good experience to um, to see what the truckers are 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 going through, and what other people, other Canadians, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how cold it is. People want their freedoms back, and people are willing to sacrifice their their physical well being. Yeah, yeah, for their freedom. So, so my my respect, and I'm glad I got to experience. I got to. I'm glad I got to stand out there in the cold to to kind of see where people are coming from. Hmm. But yeah, definitely the, the the racist narrative thing um, was 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 one of the main concerns that most of my friends and family had of me going down there. And and do you think it was completely unfounded? Do you think I'm sure there's bad actors? What's what's your like? You know, obviously your experience. You're not going to experience every single person that's out there. But if you were mm-hmm. trying to take a you know, judgment of the character of the people that you saw, um, would you say? You know, it was sort of a standard Canadian crowd. Would you say, you know, race relatively diverse in terms of relative to the Canadian population? And I guess second to that, um, like any group, I I love using this quote because Joe Rogan uses it. He's like, when you have a group of 100 people, there's always going to be three idiots. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, inevitably someone's going to be extra loud, you know, shouting stupidness or being a little ridiculous. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I, I'll say that, I'll say it this way. Never in my life have I been so happy to see a pride flag. Wow. Okay. Yo, yo. <laughs> Unpack that. In Darnell's yo, words. As a, as a black man, right? Because <laughs> sometimes you're like, yo, sometimes you feel like you're the only one. <laughs> so the, now, mind you, yes, there were black people there, but just not a lot. Mm-hmm. And I would say it's almost um, in comparison to the population of Canada. Uh, which is, you know, black people make up 3.5% of the population in Canada, which is small, much less in Ottawa, right? Because most of the people who come from Africa and the Caribbean stay, you know, we stay up in, we stay in the GTA. Um, but sometimes it's good to see other minorities. So the, so the pride community was out there and, and, and they are a minority 
and and they were out there representing and i was just like oh shoot yo like 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 we have something in common <laughs> like, we have not just we're minorities but yo like we have something in common right and so it's pretty cool to see like indigenous people were out there people from the pride community people from the black community the the, the sikh community although it wasn't a lot there was still representation there and that we all at some point if we, if we all went to a went to a bar to get a beer we have something in common <laughs> we're just like oh wow usually we don't oh this guy's brown this guy's black this guy's sikh this guy's christian this guy's gay this guy's not no well no actually no no we all agree and the mandates <laughs> like, right so so that was really encouraging mm -hmm. yeah so in essence what you're saying is that the diversity of the group uh well percentages might have been different every mm -hmm. walk of life within canada was represented Yes, yes. I, 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 I would I would describe the the trucker convoy as um Carabana, but more Canadian and more colder. <laughs> <laughs> it's Carabana in winter. Yeah, yo, yo, Car it. yo, yeah, because like like cause like the mu like the music, you know, the guys were like a lot of music, a lot of dancing. A lot of dancing, a lot of turning up, as you saw, some of you guys saw in my um on my Instagram posts, a lot of guys turning up and you know, and you know, it was cold outside, but you know, if you're dancing, um, you're pretty good. Like I saw a guy out there with his just his t-shirt on. He had his overalls, he had his uh Carhartt overalls and um t-shirt, and they were just ripping it up, eh? Oh my gosh. I was like, okay, look, I'll tell you what, if if any of my jams came on. If any of my gems came out, I might have been in there, been like, you might have been rocking the soul train shot it. It's your birthday. <laughs> oh, right? so like halftime show? Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, something like that. Oh my gosh, something like that. No, but it, no, it, there was a lot of. Um, it was very jovial. A lot of families. I thought that was big too. I thought the family thing was big, um, in the sense that you know. You know, people, you know, and, and any protest, actually, any protest, you know, where parents are kind of showing their kids like, okay, look, this is what we're about as a family. This is what we support as a family and, mm -hmm. and taking your kids down there to see it for themselves. So, so that, that, that was, um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, yeah, it, it was, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, it was, it was um, pretty inspiring. And I would, um, you know, I, I would definitely recommend um, anybody who hasn't gone to go um, to check it out. Uh, of course, you know, make sure you have your hot hands packages mm -hmm. for your gloves, um, for your boots. That, that, that if, you, if you have it in your boots and you have it in your gloves, you can stay out there for long periods of time. Um, if you are booking, Make sure you book uh, because the hotels are really hard to come by. So book um, Friday to Sunday. Um, yeah, because those things, yeah, and just book ahead because uh, those things, those things uh, fill up fast. I, I had, uh, I don't know if this is still relevant, but I had heard, um, you know, the Trudeau government had purchased a bunch of hotels, rooms to, to sort of prevent people from coming uh i when i heard that i also sort of heard again this is hearsay or, or rhetoric that i've just heard from people that um they they might have been taking walk-ups though 
So you could walk up to the hotel and be like, oh, can I book a room? And you'd be able to book even though online didn't have any. Um, no, well, well. Um, so did the, you experience it? I, I read that. I sort of heard um, it. No, the, the, cause we were, I was, I was, I was asking the, uh, manager, the, the, yeah, the, um, the staff about like, okay, so, you know, how's it going with the bookings? They're like, oh no, every, every place is booked. Um, but the problem is, um, they don't have enough resources to host all the people. So in a mm. sense, not all the rooms were booked. Mm. Just because of the the trucker convoy, not not necessarily the one in Ottawa, but in regards to shipments and um, the blockage um, at the borders, um, they well, I'm didn't sure have, all of it. Like yeah, the reason they don't have resources because they haven't had like if I'm if I'm speculating, they haven't been they've been scheduling their staff according to the the level of you know let's say floors that they normally have full. Well, if I can shut down an entire floor, I can probably cut my workload or my staffing in what percentage, mm-hmm. 30%, 20%, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, essential, but every floor I open, I probably need another crew, right? To, to do turnovers or to do whatever, right? Like the various maintenance type of work that's done. So mm-hmm. um, that's sort of my take uh, on, on that comment. Um, I think to some extent, you're also saying the, Probably the regular traffic to the capital has been reduced, be, or or people you know that would normally come visit aren't coming to visit unless they're there for the convoy. So you've got the like traditional traffic has shifted. Is sort of what I was the other th- thought I had. Does that align right. with what you heard? Um, yeah, well, more so just in regards to resources, them not having enough resources to host all the people. Um, and it's been a while, and I'm sure for all those hotels in that area, it's been a while <laughs> since they had capacity um, that, issues. Yeah, 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 <laughs> capacity issues, um, which is which is a, a really good problem to have, right? Now, so, yeah. so yeah, so just for just for people heading down, just just uh, I, I would say you know it's you should go to see for yourself what's going on. Like I mean, Joel, you know. Y- y- like, what's your take on how the media has covered what's going on in Ottawa? Agree or disagree with our views? Give us your two cents. You can leave your comments on any of our social media platforms or email us at sixcentsreport at gmail.com. Six cents makes Six cents makes Six cents makes There's a girl who was fired or no quit from CBC. I remember hearing this. Really? Um, I, I I don't I don't know where I heard it now, but this girl was commentating on like they did a whole bunch of they or sorry, I think it was someone was watching like the CBC live feed, let's say. I think it might have been referring back to like Von Mills. And and so when you watch the live feed, you could see all the you know number of people, you could see how big the people was there. But when it came time for the headliner in you know the five minute segment on the nightly news, they picked the segment that of the video, the whole live feed, probably of an hour and a half at live feed. They pick five minutes, and of that five minutes is probably you know half video, half commentary. Um, so that and that video doesn't represent what you would have seen on the live feed in a manner of oh, what narrative are we pushing? 
which way are we trying to steer people's opinion, right? So if I want to make this sound like the fringe minority, well, am I going to show the Vaughn Mills footage that looks like 10,000 people are there? Or am I going to show the corner of the footage with 150 people that sort of makes the comment of fringe minority make a little more sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of like um, a Christian hip hop concert, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> Unpack that analogy for me. Okay. Yeah, because I Christian hip hop concerts, right? Like, Yo, no disrespect. No, no disrespect to some of my friends who are are CHH, you know, Christian hip hop artists. But you know, that, you know, like, 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 there's people uh, at Darko. Shout out to Darko. True, true. But Darko sometimes, like, Chopin. like nobody, nobody's there. Oh. No, nobody, like, like the, the audiences are so small. So then the angle that you got to shoot at is, has to is, make it look like <laughs> yeah, there's like a lot of front people. row. It looks like a people yeah. behind it, and that's it. You yeah. can't see how but, deep the crowd but, goes, but, you, but, but it you, only you goes have, four you have, rows deep. You, you you have you have thirty people in the building, but if it seats a hundred, and and there are ten people turning up. So if you can get the ten people in one shot turning up, then you're like, oh, from man, the stage floor looks, view, it looks yeah, unreal. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, exactly. No, no. Yeah, no, yeah, 100%. That's yeah. so so the opposite, right? Like if I want to diminish the so I mean the same thing happened with I mean media does it all the time, right? Like so so I would say my take is that I'm sure and I've heard sort of even videos of people going up to like a global news reporter and be like, "Thank you so much. Like I appreciate, you know, the way you've reported on this." You know, like so so I think there's segments within mainstream media that are more reflective um, but for the most part, th- they don't have a choice. Like it, our media in Canada is like seventy five percent or more are either like a C- CBC would be one hundred percent state funded. Basically, you've got others that are massively state sponsored. Then you've got you know a small segment where they get a little bit of money. Maybe that's you know for cultural segments or or certain things that they're you know building into their newsroom that Canada sponsors, right? Like, oh, we have an indigenous component to our newspaper and Canada gives out money for that, right? Like, so so you've got those, those that's like over 75% of our media falls into that category. Mm-hmm. And then you've got independent media, which is like, let's say 25% of all media companies. And, and I'm thinking of like relatively big ones. Obviously, I wouldn't, you know, are we included in that 25%? I don't know, whatever, who cares? The point mm-hmm. though is that that 20, the, the 75% that all get money from the government, they have a conflict of interest, right? Like, do I go against Trudeau when he basically writes checks to us? Like, the, the level that I can portray this convoy in a positive light becomes limited just by the nature of the conflict of interest, mm-hmm. right? In, mm-hmm. in one of my conversations with our with our... One of our super fans, Tony Lemma, I don't know if it was a public conversation or private, I said something to the effect of, we need to add to our constitutions the separation of church and media, or like we have separation separation of church and state, we need to add to the constitution separation of state and the media. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, and I would argue Canada is a prime example of that. I mean, there's a video from Trudeau running his mouth, just trying to be a, make a funny. And he, he looks like a complete idiot now because it's five years later. And he's like, of course they're going to report on us. We just wrote him a check for $600 million. <laughs> like, 
hello, you like what's what's Trudeau's biggest problem right now? He has no reputation. Nobody trusts him. Nobody believes him. Right? Mm-hmm. Like his apparently his ratings are like 16%, the worst they've ever been, probably for any Canadian prime minister ever. Mm-hmm. When, and at the end of the day, this is because nobody trusts him. Nobody believes him. Nobody, even his own side is sort of like, he's handled this horribly. Now, they might want military to come in and crush these people, but they still think what he's done has made it worse, not better. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. good point. You're not, you're not getting that perspective from mainstream media. Mainstream media is trying to like demonize, right? That's, that's, or at least there's no, like, there's very limited. Like, I got to actually, there's a piece I'll put in the show notes page from CBC that's about sort of the Christian culture that seems to be there, not necessarily representing everybody, but lots of verses. Did you see this? Like, uh, that, that there's like lots of Bible references, scripture verses. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Throughout sure, the convoy. Sure. So, so, some, some stuff out of context, but hey, man, look, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, too cool, I mean, I'm too cold. I'm too cold to correct your exegesis right now. <laughs> so, you know, but the, 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 what I appreciated about this article from the CBC was that it, there was a level of, we see a lot of it, but we don't know what percentage this truly represents people here. Like, so the, this was like, rather than being like, oh, let's call them Christian nationalists and, and start demonizing them, just saying, hey, these are people with deeply held beliefs. We have no idea how many there are, how much it represents. We do see a lot of biblical references everywhere, but you know, it's not like that tells us what percentage of the people here are here with Christian, you know, perspectives or convictions. So, I mean, I, I just say, I'm not saying that that article was perfect, but I didn't see any sort of like derogatory terminology, no like demonization of like these people have faith and look what it's causing them to do, right? Like it was just an honest perspective. And I, I was sort of reading it, waiting for like, oh my goodness, where's, and, and I really didn't roll my eyes once reading this article. So, I think it's an example of you can find honest takes. Um, the mm-hmm. problem is if you're watching a f- you know thirty second r- clip on the news, what do you think they're going to do? How much depth of understanding do you think you're going to understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 I think part of it too is we talked about this before in regards to like there's a generation of people Canadians in our context Canadians um, who who rely on legacy media. And don't watch any other news, um, but you know the world is 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 growing and it's progressing. And people um, who are more younger, I guess, um, millennial, hope some millennials um, know how to source their news. They know where to go for their information, um, and like our parents, they don't know where to go for their information. They don't even know that there's other information. They don't know that. Like, yeah. like my grandma, my grandpa, um, they, that's all, all they know is CNN and CP24. Like, I go visit them, and they're sitting there, and for hours, hours on end, they sit there, and that's all they watch. Mm-hmm. And so, right? And, and also, there's our, there are millennials, people our age. Oh, who, and, who, and who, there's people who, who, who fall only watch, the yeah, who only watch, who only watch CP24, and so you're you're seeing you're seeing the repercussions of that now. And I'm not, you know, I'm not a shameless plug to the Sixth Sense report, but this is why the Sixth Sense report exists. Mm-hmm. This is so why we can tell True people North to turn exists. off CP24. This, this is where this is why this is where where True North exists. This is where a uh, Rebel News exists 
um, and independent journalists, people who've kind of, um, Brendan Gomez, like people who've kind of said, okay, you know what? I'm going to step out. And people know, like, just like you could choose what meal you want to order and they'll deliver it to your door or what phone service you want. It's the same thing with, with your journalism. You can choose your journalism. Just make sure you choose with balance. But this is why people are, um, are kind of scared and, and ignorant of what's going on in Ottawa. Police are out there, tons of police, and they're chilling, well, literally, mm-hmm. <laughs> out in the cold, but they're talking to the people. Um, they're cool, and, and, and there was no problem. Everything was peaceful, fun-loving. Um, yeah, it was, it was like a festival, man. Well, and, and, and I think, you know, people take, a, with regards to the police presence there, I think you get, you know, so, people on both sides sort of critiquing it in a manner that's somewhat foolish. Like, there's, there's plenty of takes that I think are just... I'll, I'll use the word that I like to use, or ignorant of what are they really there for. Um, and I heard someone else talk about it. The reason I use the word ignorant is like, well, why are they there? Like, so you've got people on the, you know, let's say the, the liberal government side who are like, why aren't they arresting people? And then you've got, you know, the the con- super conservative sides going like, why are they even here disrespecting us? Like, go away. Yeah. Kinda. Well, actually, one of my, my one of my relatives said said, you know, they should be tear gassing people. <laughs> The, the fact that they said like this is why they're protesting like the, the fact that that's even um, uh, coming out of people's mouths is why they're it's crazy yeah i know that's crazy like <laughs> hello like this is why that's they're crazy. there you know but but the, the reason i say this though is like what is the, 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 the look at any festival that's whether government planned or not that's not the point like a, let's say a, a festival that normally has you know massive amount of crowds canada day celebrations Cops are everywhere. Why? Just to be a, a a peacekeeper, the way we used to call them, police officer, right? This this presence that sort of says like, "Hey, let's make sure people don't act a act a fool because they feel they can get away with it, right?" Because once you bring that many people around, like, I, I mean, I, I don't know if you saw the footage from Winnipeg, right? They had a a crazy person, basically who. I shouldn't say crazy person, but basically someone clearly who had a mental break of some capacity ran over people in Winnipeg, hit hit somebody, I think hit four people with their car. Now, okay. as I seen it, I, I never heard anyone really got hurt. They probably kind of got out of the way, but the I heard a friend of mine make a commentary like that. The Winnipeg police probably feel a level of guilt and, and responsibility for that. And so because they weren't able to prevent it. And so to some extent, I'm I'm mentioning this that you know what like the police actually having a presence there assuming that there's no abuse of power will likely cause less bad things to occur whether it be violence between an anti-protester and a protester or whatever right like the example of the police or or sorry the person who's running over people in winnipeg Uh, i can't remember if i put that in the last show notes page but i'll put a probably an article from true north that talks about that article, that that car that that ran over someone. Mm-hmm. So uh, to to wrap up to finish here, uh, what any uh, last minute advice? I think you already gave people advice, but you know, in terms of planning. But if they were to go, what uh, what should they expect? Or or if they're going to go, you know, if assuming it sounds like every Saturday is when you know the the happening is happening. Yeah, the party Saturday, um, Saturday, Sunday. So. I'm I'm assuming until even though Trudeau's made some, you know, War Measures Act comments, until he, he does something, um, I assume the protests will continue to grow. People are 
They've been threatened already. This is what I find funny. You know, the reason they're there is because their livelihood is threatened. So by threatening them further, you think that's going to make them go away? So that's my uh, two cents on, on, let's say, Trudeau's action. But I'm, again, that's an early hot take. And, and we'll see as things transpire. But uh, do, you, do you suspect that the crowd will be even bigger this Saturday than it was when you were there? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think so. I, th- I think the people definitely are are charged up. I'm my my one of my concerns is if they don't if the government doesn't find a way to resolve this, if this if this convoy goes into the spring and into the summer, <laughs> um, then you're going to have a real problem because then you're going to get more people um heading down there. Mm. But I, I I'll definitely leave, leave the listener with this. So. As a history teacher, I wanted to go to Ottawa to be a witness to Canadian history. So the Canadian government's response to the COVID-19 pandemic will definitely be in our history books. So with the misrepresentation of the trucker convoy uh, by mainstream media, I wanted to see um, what was really going on. So the one thing I've learned is that Canadians' uh, fear of the trucker convoy is real. Fear of government force, fear of racism, fear of white males. And for me, fear of the cold. <laughs> though, uh, you know, although um, I, I didn't see many um, minorities, they were still out there in solidarity. And I even saw Christians praying in front of the Parliament building, uh, Parliament Hill, and it, and it reminded me um, that the Lord is in control. Um, and so, um, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter um, what sphere of life you're in, um, fear never wins so if you've um if you've done nothing wrong you have nothing to fear what i witnessed when i was at the trucker convoy was a lot of love a lot of laughter a lot of families a lot of sharing and a lot of dancing those truckers are not like me and other canadians who are fearful they don't fear losing their jobs they don't fear the cold and they don't fear the government and i'll leave you with first john 4 18 there is no fear in love but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment. And whoever fears has not been perfected in love. And uh, as we've mentioned, this may not be the last episode on the convoy. So email us your questions, sixcentsreport at gmail.com. Six cents makes change. Six cents makes change, baby. But you heard me. Does that make sense? Madden and Mitchell Media. 